ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo. Where is that? 
Clap our hands and as we are all standing, I want us to appreciate Sister Joy for this amazing conference. God bless you, my big sister. I there's an anointing on your life, and you know sometimes you know a truth about yourself when even your enemies agree that something is true mm -hmm. and your enemies agree that you are a very anointed woman very great i mean you just have it and i want to say to all of us who are under the ministry of this vessel of god that you must believe god to draw something from him you must believe God to carry something that is on, on her, sorry, and uh, allow God to bless your ministry because your relationship with her must lead to an impartation. Amen. And many, many years from now, 
you must be found somewhere doing the works that she was doing many 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 years earlier amen and i also salute the man who allowed her to leave the kitchen and come here to work Bishop patrick you are a very kind man thank you for giving this woman to the world as for the kitchen we will find if you find a chef to organize your food for you clap your hands for this sweet pasta very very strong in the things of god and uh, he's not my classmate but he really has great when i when i meet him i feel accepted and i feel loved and it's a blessing amen and we thank god for this we thank God for this power couple. They are a power couple. Clap your hands for this power couple. Well, tonight, I want to also salute all our visiting ministers who have come and all our pastors and missionaries everywhere. Tonight, um, we have all gathered here to sit at the feet of Bishop Oko Botedoku. And I am, there are many instruments we are using microphones, keyboards, you know, uh, speakers. So I'm here to make sure that everything is working. I'm testing microphones, I'm testing the speakers. Press, press the keyboard. Let's see, does it play well? Very good. So, as I'm preaching, I'm testing everything. Then in 30 minutes, we are allowing the man God has appointed for tonight to take the stage. But how many of you were blessed this morning? Amazing man. You know, it's very important. And I want to tell all of you young boys and girls that you must allow yourself to work. Just work and work because when you stand to preach, what really makes your preaching ministry worth listening to? It's not verses. It's the experiences you've had. You know, if you've not experienced much, you won't have much to say. You know, and God has used him to raise our children. God has used him. And I was even telling him that Bishop should have added you know, when he sent him to the safe church to pastor, he should have added some of the bishops to join. Because all these type of people should have been in the safe church and learned a, a few basic things. We won't have the problems we are having today. You know, but clap your hands for Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we are grateful to you. We thank you for the privilege and the blessing of having this conference. We thank you for the wings we are laboring and abiding under, the wings of Bishop Dagwood Mills. We thank you for his vision, for his love, and for his life. Tonight, we know that his presence is here with us. Tonight, I, as we sit at the feet of your servant, we know that we are going to receive an impartation. Speak to us, touch our lives, 
and may we never be the same again in Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be seated. Well, I want to read a verse, 2 Timothy chapter 2. Do you have New American Standard Bible? Do you? Or you don't? Do you or you don't? You do? Yes. 2 Timothy chapter 2. Beautiful. And we are reading just verse 4. Amen. Ashes, usher the people well. What is ahead of us is not a small thing. No soldier in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life. so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. So that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. As a soldier. As a soldier. No soldier in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life. Now, tonight, I want to say to us, that one of the ways our minds must work, one of the ways we must think as Christians is that we are soldiers. Amen. Amen. We are soldiers. If you think of yourself as a soldier, you will do a lot of things right. You are a soldier. You may be a student, but you are a soldier. You may be a lawyer, but you are a soldier. You may be a carpenter, but you are a soldier. Yes, because, my dear friend, we are at war. We are at war. You may not know that we are at war, but we are at war. We are not at war with rebels. We are not at war with orangus. We are at war with a Satan. A Satan. A Satan. With his agents. You know, who will not allow us to serve God? Who will not allow you to live your, the life you were meant to live? You know, your marriage, your ministry, your family, the children you will raise your business, everything about your life will come by a fight. Everything will be a fight. There is nothing that is not a struggle or a fight. Nothing is, I mean, nothing is just there waiting for you to just enter into. Everything is a fight. You had to fight for your mother to be pregnant with you. You had to fight. You were in competition with 200 million spams. Oh, you've not been told? And you fought your way. You fought 200 million. It's not easy. So when you see a woman pregnant, she's carrying a warrior. Yes. Yes. She's carrying a major, major, it's not a small thing. You don't know 200 million. 
It's not a small number. But you fought. You swam. You ran. And eventually, you hit the egg. And you made it. And you were kept for nine months in the womb. I thought the fight would end. When you were born, you were crying. And everything is painful. It's a struggle. That is why the Dewey Rhymes Catholic Bible, not King James or NASB, yeah, Dewey Rhymes, D-R-V, Dewey Rhymes Catholic Version of Job 7-1 says, the life of man on earth is a warfare. That is actually the, the, the first verse. In fact, this book, A Good General, is introduced. The, the introduction of this book. The first verse. First verse. If you think I'm lying. That's the first verse. The life of man upon earth is a warfare. But it's, it's not King James. It's not New Living Translation. It's not Living Bible. It's the Dewey Rhymes Catholic Version. DRV. The life of man on earth. It's a warfare. You fight, you get a beloved. You don't fight and see. Yeah. You, you, you fight to keep the beloved. Yes, you have to fight to keep him. Because girls are bringing their buttocks, their thighs, their breasts, their smiles. If you don't fight, tell it that guy. I know men, men too, they like breast power. The life of man upon earth. So what? You don't fight, you won't pass your exam. You won't fight, you won't marry. You won't fight, you won't have your engagement. You can, you can have your engagement and not have a wedding. Life is a warfare. The life of man on earth. That's why it will help you to think like a soldier. So that you can fight well. It's not helpful to be a civilian Christian. It's not helpful. You must be a military Christian. It won't help you. It won't help you to be a civilian Christian. I'm talking about evangelism. It won't help you to be a civilian Christian. You must be a military militarized Christian, we are at war. If you play the fool, Satan will annihilate you. If you play the fool, he will obliterate you. Some of you, 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 are, you are alive, but because you've not fought, you are just a living dead. There's, there's nothing much to you. Sister Joy is fighting. Can't you see she's fighting? Yeah. If you don't fight, you won't have a church. 
you have, a, you have a church with some time sickly members, 11 members, 15 members. If you don't fight, you have you know, a few members. You know, Sunday, eight will come because three are in their period. They couldn't come from low abdominal pain. Somebody's mother has sent him and all these type of things. But, but when you fight, you'll feel a church like she has filled the church building. Yes. You fight. Now, I'll show you in a few minutes one of the ways to fight. Just one. It's from chapter 13 of A Good General. It says, when you become a defender, you have become a loser. Yes. That is what I want to tell you before we receive Bishop Oko. Listen very carefully. We are at war. And when you are at war, you don't defend. That's all. When you are at war, and, and I pray that God will give you a revelation, because you, see, you can know something, but it will not be registered in your heart. And it's my prayer that you will have not just knowledge, but a revelation that we are at war. And therefore, when there's a war, defending means that the meaning of defending is that you have lost. When you find yourself defending, Heaping bricks upon mortar, raising a wall to defend yourself. Whenever you find yourself building walls to defend yourself, it means that you are you have become a loser. Joshua chapter six verse one says, "Now the amplified version says." Now Jericho, a fenced town with high walls, was tightly closed because of the Israelites. No one went out, no one came in. And Bishop says, no matter how well you defend yourself, you will eventually be the loser. The attacker is always at a great advantage and will defeat his enemy. Yes. The great city of Jericho was heavily defended against the invading Israelites. The Israelites were on the attack, but the people of Jericho were defending what was the outcome of this epic battle. Disaster for the people of Jericho. 
you may feel safe within your world and heavily defended cities. But it is just a matter of time. As Andrew Crouch will say, it's just a matter of time. When you become a defender, you have become a loser. No matter how well you defend yourself, you are likely to be the loser. If you prepare your defenses and invest heavily in defending yourself, you will have to make sure that your enemy does not develop attacking mechanisms that are superior to what you are preparing for. In the end, in the end, in the end. All your preparations and defenses may fall apart because the enemy will have enough time to study you. Some of you sitting here, your enemy is studying you. Help me, Jesus. I don't want to preach tonight. You are forcing me to preach. That your enemy is studying you. He knows your moves. He knows the subject you like. He knows your plans. He knows the girl you are going to marry. He knows, he knows, he knows, he knows your beloved. He knows how many children you are planning to have. And you see, that is why today countries pay a lot of money just to have information. Just information about another country information about another business. I have this business. I need to just get into their system to know what they are doing. Information. And some of you, the enemy has got your dossier. Your dossier. <laughs> yeah. And he's planning. Because he knows that you are naturally a type of person who is into sorting your life out. Yes. Putting things in place. Arranging your life. But one of these days, you'll be surprised that the plans you have will be totally and systematically disassembled by the enemy. The plan for your husband, the plan for your wife, how many children you will have? Some of you even are planning to have twins. Billy Rubin and Billy Verdin. <laughs> when a church is grown, developed and established, it usually sets back An established church will try to defend itself against waning attendance. An established church will try to defend itself against breakaway factions. An established church will try to defend itself against mavericks who move independently within the establishment. But no matter how the established church defends itself, it ends up reducing and losing the fight against mavericks and breakaway factions. Yes. A look at history will reveal how huge church establishments have had their membership and attendance ended or eroded with time. Why is this? It is because the church stopped attacking. The church stopped attacking. 
And I will advise you as a pastor, as a believer, don't use your life as an experiment. The experiments have been done already. That the lives, the churches, the ministries that defended themselves lost the battle. Don't use your life again. We don't need your life as an experiment. We don't need you. It's been done already. When a church is in the attacking mode, it reaches out. It evangelizes. It plants other churches. Many large ministries are dead as far as these attacking activities are concerned. Ten more minutes. The reality is that the church is always under attack. Yes. Always. I joined this church about 30 years ago. Ever since I joined this church. We've been fighting until today. I, I thought that, oh, the, the first one would have ended around like 25 years ago. We, we, it's amazing that. It, it, it's just one battle ends, a new battle begins. One, one, because fighting, fight, you see, when you are building the church, one thing you need to know about is that the next thing that you should expect when you are building the church is called the gates of hell. And hell is hell. Whether it's the gates or the windows. I said hell is hell. And it is hell. It is hell. May hell not visit your family. May hell not visit your home. May hell not visit your business. You don't want to experience hell. If hell enters your house, Your husband may easily fall in love with another man. That's hell. Ah, but why? Don't you read news? Don't uh, I, you only read the Bible? Don't only read the Bible. Read other things. Don't only read the Bible. Don't only read the Bible. Don't only read the Bible. Watch the news. Somebody can be married to his wife for 30 years. And when the children are settled in their marriages, he informs her that he cannot. He was just, he was just putting up. But in his heart of hearts, he's, he's, he, he, he has a partner. Don't let hell enter your house. Otherwise, your daughter will come and tell you that she's in love with a girl. The church has an enemy. And the enemy is hell. The enemy is not some Orangu who has left. The enemy is not some maverick who is in the system. The enemy is hell. 
That is why, honey, you shouldn't sit down and let hell come to your gate. There is a place where the battle ought to be fought. You know, most battles, it's, it's important where a battle is fought. Very important where you fight a battle. If you don't fight at the right place, you will lose the battle. Yes. If you don't fight a battle at the right place, you will lose the battle. There is a place where a battle is, battles are fought. So, a lot of battles were fought and won because of the terrain. Once you know the terrain, you are okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the place God ordained for us to win our battles was not our gate. It, it must, the battle must be taken to the gates of hell, not your gates. Don't allow hell to come near your gates. You got to take it to the gates. Take it to the gates. That is why the wisest man that ever lived in his thirties, nobody has been as wise as this man. When he was dying, his words were clear. Go. <laughs> Go. Because he knew that if you don't go, the battle will come to your gate. And you, you, can't, you can't fight the battle at your gate. Go. Go. Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot build churches and just defend the churches with conventions and basenta meetings and all types of uh, 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 arrangements. We cannot build a church by just having uh, uh, parties and having fun fests. There is a couple sitting at the back. The Lord is telling me. There's a man sitting at the back with your wife. You may be sitting together. It's possible you are sitting together. There is a man and his wife sitting at the back. I just heard it here. I don't even know what, I don't know you. I don't know whether you are tall or short. But the Lord is telling me, I heard it here, that I should warn you. Stop defending. Join the attack. Join the attack. Join. Join. Because there is something about to enter your home. You see, you see, oh yes, there is something about to enter your home. And when that thing comes, it must find you on the offensive. Don't be in the church and just be defending yourself against offenses, against hurts, defending yourself against, against 
uh, uh, sexy dancers. Don't just be in the church. There is a wife. Um, that, that woman, the Lord is telling me that you are trying to defend your marriage against certain ladies coming around your husband. I'm now hearing it well. You know, we know in part. Yes, I, it's, it's time I come here. I think where, where, where Bishop Oko is standing. Yeah. I hear it when I come here. There must be a very good reception here. Stop defending your husband against join the attack. Join the attack. The web. Oh Jesus, help me. Five minutes. The the the, the, the five. The the weapons. <laughs> The weapons, the weapons you need to fight those girls, you won't get them sitting down. Mandolobo sata bababa, rimo sapa handala baba yanderemosa. I am aware. I am aware that your family members are looking for you. I am aware that witches are trying to disturb you. Oh, help me! I said I am aware that somebody is in a room mentioning your name and making incantations and divination I am aware that the same way they killed your cousin they want to kill you I am aware I am, I am aware that the same way they destroyed your auntie's marriage they would want to destroy your marriage I am aware I have some there are dwarfs in my family I, I, I said I am aware I said I am aware that there's an enemy looking for you but ladies and gentlemen the weapons, the wherewithal you will need to fight the weapons you use to fight the enemy cannot be found in the church we can drink oil here we can drink communion here we can drink uh, sobolo here we can eat bread here. We can chew kebab here. The weapons we need, the weapons of our warfare are not found in the church. You want to win your battle? You want to win your battle? There are weapons. But you don't find them in the church. The weapons to fight for your marriage, your church, your children, your son, your daughter, your life, your health, your, 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 your own life. The, 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 the weapons you need to fight the enemy's onslaught against your family. That weapon is found on the go. Say on the go. Tell him you got to go. Say you gotta go. You gotta go. No, if you don't go, they will defeat you. They will defeat you. There's no safety in the church. There's no safety sitting. There is no safety sitting down. Be on the move. Be on the move. 
everyone under the sound of my voice ought to be on the move at this time everybody should be should should have an on the go project there should be somebody you are out there working on there should be somebody you are out there praying for there should be somebody you are out there working on when the person comes and is established you go again because you gotta be on the go baby It is when you go that the weapons are given to you. There's nothing behind the pulpit here. There's nothing on the front here. Here we come for for debriefing. Briefing and debriefing. We come for reinforcement. But our real life, the life I now live, is not a church life. Sorry for hitting you. It's not a church life. Go. If you sit in this church, you want to find a wife in this church, you will get a witch. There are witches in the choir. Witches in airport stars. Don't marry any girl who is not in town doing something for God. Go ye into all the world. And lo, I don't know which Bible you are reading. He said, and lo, I am with you always. As you go. He is not with you as you stay. Yes. And lo, I am with you always. Don't, don't splice. Don't have a habit of splicing parts of scripture away to suit your stupidity. Lo, I am with you is part of a verse. Don't cut part of it. You want God to be with you, then put that statement in its right context. God, God's goodies are not for everyone. Hello? God's goodies are not for everyone. Never. God has never given his things to everyone. 
Never. Never. Even Jesus wasn't given to everyone. How much more a wife or whatever. Jesus wasn't given to everyone. He was, don't let God so love the world deceive you. He wasn't given to the world. He was given to those who believe. Hello? Yes? Don't sit in the church. Please give me space. You guys sitting behind laptops. Look, if you think there is safety here, you will be surprised that you will be doing this work and become a homosexual. I've come here. I'm telling you. There is nothing here. Don't allow the church to use you. Don't do that. You are being used. Can't you see you are being used? You must have sense and ask yourself that, what do I get here? Even some of you, as you are behind the laptop with internet access, some of you are watching pornography on the laptop. Jesus was amen. Hello, 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 hello. Listen, listen. Don't think anything you do in the church which does not have with it a concomitant mandate to go out. Don't think you are safe here. You are not safe behind this. I said, you are not safe behind this. You don't get anything from this. has nothing to offer you. Ah, Papi Sopoko, he plays everything here. He plays everything. He can even play you yourself. <laughs> but he's out there on missions. Because, because life is not behind a keyboard. Life is on the... I'm not preventing it from being behind the laptop. But I'm just saying that there must be something about your life that makes you go. Why? Because we are at war. Honestly, we are at war. You know, don't let me distract you. We are at war. And whenever there's a war, you need weapons. And the weapons are not found behind laptops, behind keyboard, in front of laptops. And the, for, the, the, the weapons are found as you go and he sent the 70 two by two to go before him Luke 10 1 he sent the 70 he had been with them but there was a day they went out and they went and I'm sure they went weeping crying but the Bible says they came back with joy. And the first testimony they, they had never said that before. He said the demons were subject to us. When you go out, 
you are able to handle the devils in your village better. Yes. He said, the demons were subject to us. He didn't say, we won 40 souls. We, no. He said, the demons were subject to us. The, 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 the skill to deal with devils is not found in the church. It's not found in the choir. It's not found sitting here. The skills to handle devils is found when you are out there managing, handling souls, handling, with, uh, uh, counseling them, praying with them, encouraging them. You get to know the capacity to fight devils. And Jesus said, don't rejoice. Don't rejoice that the demons were subject to you. But rejoice that your names are written in the book of life. That he, 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 he landed, verse 19. He said, behold, because you've gone, I give you now power. To tread upon serpents and scorpions. The serpents and scorpions, the power to step on them is given to those who go out. If you don't go out and you step on a serpent, it will bite you. If you stay and step, if you stay and you step, some of you, you, have got, you are getting about to get a first class, second upper, whatever. But it doesn't translate into a good life. Yeah. It doesn't translate into a good life. It is, it is the ability to know that there is power in your hands. And that power is given to those who go. Go. Oh, and it's not just serpents and scorpions. It's an over all the power of the enemy. Hello, hello, hello. Fasting will not give you that power. A lot of the fasting we do is just a weight loss program. That's why some of you women, wicked, you see that when you finish fasting, you weigh more than you were weighing before. God will punish you. We are fasting, we are praying for souls. You have joined us, you are not eating. By the time you finish 30 days, you are now bigger. Your hips, you, your, your waist has become kill like that. God is giving somebody power. I said, God is giving somebody power. There are weed smokers in your family, and you can easily be a weed smoker. People are committing suicide in your family. There are mental patients in your family. There are divorces in your family. The power to fight these things is not given to graduates. If you are a basenta leader and you don't go, you are finished. Your power is not in basenta leadership.
your power is in going. So, 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 whether you are a keyboardist, you are, you are, you, you are a laptopist, you are a singer, you are whatever it is, it is in the going. When an army begins to defend itself, it has lost the battle. But I checked before I came that at the end, you hadn't lost the battle. Amen. I said, I, before I came, I checked your name that you were part of those who won the battle. I said, your name, I saw your name on the list that you were part of those who won the battle. And I pray for you today that God will give you his grace to go. Yes. His great, no matter what you are doing in the church, center leader, by center leader, whatever, whatever, it's not in anything but the going. May going be a part of your life. May going be a part of your story. May going be a part of your destiny. May going be the reason why you will rout the enemy. May going be the reason why you one day will stand with a thousand on your right falling. Ten thousand at your side falling. And it has not come nigh you. I see you alone in your family prospering. I see you among your classmates as the one who stood. I see you among your friends as the one who became prosperous. As you go, he gives you power. The weapons are in the hands of the Lord. And he will never give you the weapons until he sees that your feet are dusty. Until he sees that this guy goes and comes. Goes and comes. He says, now, behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and over all the power of the enemy. Father, help us to serve you. Help us to bear fruit. Help us to go. And tonight, help us to receive from the man you've anointed to minister to us. Thank you for your great... May none be comfortable doing anything in the church. Sweeping, preaching in the church is not the mission. It's to go out there. May we find every reason to minister to crowds individuals, small groups, large groups, but help us not to defend our marriages. For we have no power. No woman has power to defend her husband. No mother has, no father has power to defend his children. No, no father has the power to keep his family from evil. If there will be a protection, it will come from the presence of God. Father, watch over us. Father, help us. Father, bless us and let tonight be a beautiful night. In Jesus' name, amen.